Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. In this episode, my guest will show us how his company solves a very large, complex problem for its customers and his strategy for executing outbound sales campaigns against his target market. If you want to know how to develop cold outreach campaigns when the problem you solve is very complicated, you'll want to listen to this episode. I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you're sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome to Outbound Metrics. Ahmed Amar is the Vice President of Commercial and Expansion at Logical Applications for Business Solutions, or LABS. LABS provides a full range of SAP business management applications, business profitability and growth analytics, enterprise mobility, and database and technology-related implementations. Ahmed, happy to have you on the show. Are you ready to dive in? It's my pleasure, Morgan. Awesome, awesome. So LABS, it looks like you guys do a lot. Who are your ideal customers that you work with? Our other customers are customers who are in uh, the mid or starting the planning of their digital transformation journey. Mm-hmm. All the companies right now are building a, a transformation journey for, for, uh, for automation of their processes, for uh, optimization of business habits and analytics. So that's where we sit in the services area. Awesome. So like, um, can you tell the audience about a, like a typical company, like a problem they're coming to you with or, or something they're looking to do and then how you... Uh, help them with that digital transformation, just like as a context example? Okay, great. So simply the, the companies in, in general require some SaaS applications or uh, platform uh, service applications or multiple applications, software that, re- that require some integration together. We work on how to populate the architecture, the required architecture based on the company's roadmap. Companies normally don't have a regular or a fixed roadmap. So we help them to build this roadmap how to make it future-proof in three to five years in general, what is required, what are the names of the application required so that this can help him to uh, in their search journey, and also our recommendations for that, whether they are a retail, so require, require some point of sale or something, whether they are, they, they are a decision-making company, they require some analytics applications, supply chain, require some intelligence in their supply chain network, uh, whether they need some back-end, so they require a small and medium or enterprise-level solution. 
whatever the requirements are, we build up this roadmap based on the personalized roadmap for every uh, business partner that we have. Awesome. So these companies have a lot of moving parts and you're helping them with this digital transformation and making sure it's not just a fit for right now, but you know, a few years down the road and, and down the line. Yes, exactly. Awesome. And so is your role as VP, what is your day-to-day like? The day-to-day activities, it's like an emergency cockpit. Uh, <laughs> we, simply, we simply do it on emergency levels. So we have a right now, it has to be done, stop everything and leave it right now. Even if you're inside the meeting, you need to be doing it right now. The other emergency level is, is a can wait till end of day or see uh, or uh, quit. And the other one is WTF weekend or then or when free. It's not that, that important to be doing it right now. The sales action are always uh, having their first priority because it has a customer commitment. You have promised a time, you have promised the date. The other uh, thing coming in, in, uh, in emergency is uh, the, the marketing experience because we are related to business partners uh, that, that we have made promises to them to the, the second commitment that we have. And the third level of commitment is our uh, growth, our business development and expansion. Uh, this we can delay until the weekends most of the time to be discussing what can we do. These are the three main areas that I'm responsible about, uh, marketing, sales, and the expansions, the business development or the expansions in, uh, in specific. Gotcha. So when we look at cold outreach, how do you use that in your organization and what's your kind of philosophy behind how, how you use that channel? Okay. So mainly our, our sales is, is divided into two main areas or two main areas in the sales, from the sales perspective. One is the starting from the cold calling and the, the demand generation. We call it the digital sales department. Digital sales is mainly about the digital demand and the sales actions to be specific in the actions that, we're, that we are doing. We start breeding out new uh, lists. We have annually, we have a list that is recurring or inherited from the prior year. We call that the bread and butter. That's the thing that we start with the year. Then we start adding on new lists, uh, new named accounts for the ground uh, team and a rectified line of business. If we have done a new partnership, for example, for a supply chain and we, ha- we weren't having this type of, of applications before, we go through a quick uh, survey on the prior customers who so were having some requirements that we don't uh, fulfill. So we have this rectified line of business list and add again to make a new list for the for digital sales to be working on them on their actions. Awesome. So how are your sales are there your salespeople in this digital sales team? Like let's say for the new accounts, for example, what's the process behind how they are looking to penetrate these accounts? Okay. So the process for, for that is it's mainly we have a verified way of doing the business, the, the business roadmaps in general. It's not uh, something that, that you can make a, a just a, a quick jam doing doing the business. You must have a, a process, to, a, a very defined process to be doing that. Uh, starting from the, the normal standard uh, discovery until you reach uh, a deal with your customer. Uh, but even before that, we have a, a very, very defined list that we start with. We develop, uh, we develop the list based on, as, as, I, as I mentioned, the, the bread and butter list. We cleans this list. We check it, correct the errors, remove all the duplicates, remove all the people out of, uh, that are coming out of business. Uh, we use some tools for that, uh, like uh, MailChimp for validation of the emails uh, or Sandfox. Uh, we do uh, calls to be validating that the companies are there, the contracts are still there, or have they changed any places. 
then we relabel the lists. We label we relabel all the names that are coming. This is the this is the first process. Having a labeled list. That's the first thing that we start with as an item to be starting the the outreach process that we're doing. The labeled lists then get processed in in two ways: in calls and in emails. Four times. That's the standard. Four times. If if that's only required if it's a fresh uh, fresh list. The fifth one, the fifth trial, is mainly for uh, a discovery and about a high level status of, of the digital transformation journey. What are you doing? What have you done? Have you finished this project or not yet? Um, how did that fit inside your digital transformation? How do you see that? Because that enriches, uh, enriches our suggestions and consulting in, um, with, our, with other business partners. After that, we reach a point where we qualify or disqualify all the, the leads and make a final discovery call to be discussing the detailed status of the discovery of the uh, transformation journey. Okay. After that, we have a path where we start virtual engagements, create this future-proof roadmaps for every individual case. We use our pre-sales team. We use our technical consultation team. And it goes into two roads. We have a solo start digital start, uh, digital sales, which is a digital agent or the business developer or digital business developer starts a journey where he is going to maintain and follow up the whole activity for, by himself. He has a roadmap discovered and he knows what he's going to do. He has engagement from the pre-sales. So we have already recorded testimonials and he has an access to the uh, all our testimonials. He do the, the engagements virtually between, uh, arrange the engagements virtually for testimonials and start collaboration. This comes for the small uh, for the small deals at our end. Small deeds means 100 employees company, uh, small um, 50 employees company having a required backend or any of that. The other way around is having it doing as a playmaker. The digital, digital uh, business developer acts as a playmaker. He passes the, the whole lead for the ground to be physically maintaining and uh, updating the, uh, the deal status. To be doing the contracting negotiations if the deal is uh, somehow complicated or requires some fixes in it. That's for the standard perspective. And we have another mm -hmm. model totally, which is a one-two mainly. It's a, it's a pass, pass uh, through the whole process. The ground team requires some development in their name list. So the, we developed the, the list that I mentioned earlier. They identify, the, they send it to digital sales, they identify contacts and engage whether uh, feasible or not. Do we have contacts or we don't have contacts? Then reshare it again, pass it again to the, to the ground sales to be uh, starting their cycles or completing their cycles that, we, that they are working upon. Gotcha. So this is very high touch sales, right? There's a lot of people involved in the process. And it seems like throughout the process, when it's moving down the line, you, you're building up this portfolio of information on the companies you're speaking with so that nothing is, is lost as the deal moves from, from one person to the next or from one department to the next, right? Exactly. That's the concept. Yes. Awesome. So a uh, couple things on that, a couple questions on that. Who are you uh, reaching out to at these companies? Like what roles are you reaching out to? We're uh, mainly reaching to the uh, parties of concern, all the stakeholders in, in, in specific. If we're talking for, for, uh, about an HR solution, we're reaching the HR manager. If we're talking about a supply chain solution, we're reaching the sales manager or the procurement manager or uh, the logistics manager, if uh, according to the end of business that's required. Uh, if we're talking about a whole solution, this requires the, uh, the CEO to be on board in, at, uh, at, at this level. So according to the complexity of the deal and the requirements, who requires the, the change, 
that's the one who is going to be the hero for uh, for having a, a deal. Mm-hmm. And how long do these deals typically take from from open to close to finish? That's a very you can't take an average for that. For the small deals, we're talking months. We're talking six months on average, six months, five months to be having a deal. Uh, in the typical size of deals, we're talking nine months, nine months to, to one year. And for the larger side of the of the deals, and this this is one, this ones are, are mainly the, the one-two concept, which is the past, mainly the ground that we're doing the most of the work. And the digital sales are just doing the follow-up, nurturing and, and uh, touching mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a year and a half mainly. Mm. Mm. That's an average. So it's a, it doesn't have a, a standard average. Sure, sure. Yeah, they, there's a very comprehensive solution. So it's yeah. going to vary for sure. How do your salespeople who are prospecting, people in business development, how do they start the conversation for something like this? Because I, I imagine it could go a lot of different ways, right? When you're opening up the conversation for what you guys do and how you can collaborate with this um, company you're prospecting. What type of messaging do you use to get your foot in the door? Uh, actually, the messaging is mainly, um, it's mainly consultative. We are a consulting company from the labeling perspective. So it's mainly a consultative, consultative selling. Most of the team that, that we have in, in, inside the whole business are, are um, veterans in consulting and are very heavyweight inside of each field that they're working upon. Mm. Uh, the people are always touching us, whether that's through the sales team or whenever we are approaching with that concept, that consultative concept. So that made us to, de- to divide our, our messaging into three main parts. A line of business discussion, which is I'm telling you, okay, Morgan, you're working in the, for example, the sales field and uh, uh, you're doing the, mainly the cold calling and outbound calling. So have you heard about the, this type of automation before? Where that's where I'm having a grasp about what, what's your digital transformation journey. If you're telling me, for example, you, you haven't heard about that at all, this means that the whole process at your end, that you don't have a roadmap. Mm-hmm. You're required to be having a roadmap. If you told me, okay, I have started automation this automation in this part, but these processes are still uh, not aware of that, I'm fixing out your whole roadmap. That's the line of business discussion. We have another discussion, another type of discussion, which is an industry discussion. We're talking about, uh, for example, the cotton manufacturing company. Have you diagnosed, for example, that uh, the, the cotton industry is, is rising for the past three months? Uh, why is that? Where have you heard that before? Okay, Bloomberg has said, based on the stock that they're happening and based on the predictive analytics that we had from SAP, for example, we have this uh, finding at your end. That's where you have, you're having cash from the uh, CEO that this is going to be something, something worth of, of, of hearing about. And that's where you are going to find a time, a right time for digital transformation. And the third discussion is about size. You are a small and medium business. Uh, you don't require right now to be spending money for a whole full-fledged digital roadmap. So we require bits and pieces of everything. So you can have this comprehensive X solution. This X solution is going to, uh, with a micro expense-sized uh, few dollars a month that, that you're paying, you're going to have this, uh, this output. These are the three main parts that you are personalizing the discussion with your prospects. Size, line of business, or industry. Gotcha. So when you're building lists for this, do you just already have a ton of this data on these companies? Are you going out and continually 
building lists or you did mention that you do build lists, but how do you find these companies to prospect is a better question to put in these buckets. Okay. So we, we all dream about having a ton of data to be, to be processing. I mean, that's that, that's right. our, our dream as, as, as these people. That's the dream of having a, a ton of data. And that's where the confusion happens. Whenever you're having a ton of data, you, you cannot process them all. At the end of the day, the resources of reaching all the people is limited. Even if you're utilizing tools and automation tools that are very advanced, still some are going to be uh, dropped. The main focus in building our lists is the, the collaboration with our business partners. We do a list. For example, we're having not a massive, but let's say, for example, a 500 names that we suggest that that's going to be making sense. We go validate this uh, digital sales manager takes this list and validate it with our business partners. So we're telling them, okay, we're going to target these companies. So do you have any comments or any suggestions for this? Keep skip. Okay. Uh, agree on this. This 500 names are down to 300, 300 something names. Then we start business cycles based on this. Hmm. For every list is, is consists of 100, 100 people or 100, 100 names. And these 100 names enter a cycle and every digital business developer is required to be doing two cycles or three cycles a week, according mm. to the engagements that he's having prior to that. So building up the right data is the main thing that we're, that we're doing with the, in our outbound. Gotcha. So you're, you're really fortifying the data you have to make it as valuable exactly. as possible. Exactly. Okay. Instead of just sending and not having anything, because that we have tried before, and we didn't find much of a result. It's too much of sendings and frustration for the outbound sales. If sure. Many people change one year of the years their job, Mm-hmm. So you're having, your list is getting is shrinking and I'm not going to have a commission at the end of the month. So that, that's right. going to be a big problem. For sure. For sure. You mentioned some things before we started recording about where you see outbound going. I'd like for you to touch on those if you could, for sure. Yeah. So the outbound world is right now, it's mainly about the personalization. Personalization is mainly uh, changing the whole concept of what you're, what you're, having as a go-to-market or a product or a service from a product that you own to an opportunity that somebody can have. This opportunity, personalizing it and having it in a chunked way, having it on a, in a small one statement, one punchline that you can describe your service is changing the whole industry. Right now, there is no time for hearing too much of, of sales speech. Right now, everybody is trying to escape if it's a sale. Mm-hmm. Social selling is getting much more engaging. The word of mouth right now, it's, it's a killer for any business. So simply, microservices personalized are the new secret ingredients for any outbound concept sales. That's what I think about. Gotcha. My personalized microservices. So when you say that, you mean being able to, in as few words as possible, as efficiently as possible, get right down to the heart of the value you can deliver that person on the other end. Exactly. And talking the same value, if you're talking for a, with a CEO about the performance of people in their fingerprinting or logging in, that's, that's not sense at all. Mm-hmm. So personalizing it for him and touching the value of his values, his, the, I'm doing a growth for your business. I'm extending your revenues. I'm decreasing your expenses. Just gotcha. a punchline. Sure. So what type of KPIs do you use for your outbound campaigns to track how they're performing? The main KPI that we utilize mainly in the in the outbounds calling is um, the number of, well, I won't call it the cycles, but number of leads that are generated in from every business developer. Gotcha. Th- that's the main KPI that, that we're having. But still, 
as I mentioned, there is a book, uh, a very good cycle or any, there is a very structured way of doing a cycle. So if you're not, if the, the KPI of not having this qualified opportunities, this means that you have not followed up or you're having a problem in your name list. That's why we're fortifying always the list that we have. Gotcha. So the main KPI is number of leads generated from each developer and a lead. What do you consider a lead internally? Like what is it? Actually, the KPI is, is a number of qualified opportunity, number of okay. qualified opportunity, not, not a lead. Okay. So a qualified opportunity is a child of sales meetings or leads or discovery calls, whatever the, that you're naming it. So we're having, for example, 10 sales meetings or discoveries or leads. It generates two or three qualified opportunities. These 10 sales meetings are a child of a reply rate of about 25% of all the reach that we have done. 25%. This reply rate is mainly from coming from the four trials that we are doing on the business cycles, the touches that we, that we do on the list. And as I mentioned, the main father is the list of 100. List of 100, mm-hmm. we do four touches. So these four touches are about 100 each. So it's like a 400 touches for this list. That creates 20, 25% output, which gives us a range of 10 sales meetings or leads or discovery sessions, then result in a two or three qualified opportunities. Gotcha. And we measure on the qualified opportunities because at the end, whenever you're reaching a qualified opportunity, it has the three passes where you're going to sell yourself as a solo star, or you're going to have be a team player using uh, passing it to the ground, or it's a one-two for the, for the ground people. So that's the output that we pick as a fruit from the digital sales to be uh, sending to the team on the ground. Awesome. We're getting pretty close to the end of the year here at 2020 going into 2021. What are some things that you're focused on personally and as a company when it comes to generating qualified opportunities and moving forward? Uh, So mainly it's about the alignment. To be honest, the main thing that I can see right now from the that requires to be uh, things that requires to be tackled in, in obstacles in sales right now is mainly the alignment between the the marketing, digital sales, and sales, and how to collaborate them and mm-hmm. playing uh, the right rhythm to be having a, a sustained baseline for the whole company to be avoiding any conflicts. That's one of the main focuses that we uh, that uh, that we are focusing upon on a company. Personally, very interested to be checking out a new sales process technology that we're doing to be applying that. Uh, it's like a track; everyone is uh, deliverable at single point. So it's changing the whole concept of the sales from a process of, okay, I've done my best, but I don't know what, what's going to happen to a project-like uh, process where you're going to have a deliverable and you're going to have right uh, matrices for measuring the things uh, wrong. That sounds interesting because you're dealing with sales that have a lot of touch points like what you sell. I'm sure anything that can keep things on track will be very helpful and give you yes, visibility yes. into it for sure. Ahmed, I appreciate you joining me today. I haven't had anyone on, or I think I have one person on before about digital transformation, and it's a big topic. And it's really good to have, you know, someone come in who's selling consulting with such amount of high touch points uh, or high touch service that you're selling, because it kind of gives some, it counters the more like low touch sales, you know, SaaS sales or, or what have you. So it's really good to get your perspective on this because it can be challenging to sell something that has a long sales cycle is requires a lot of conversations and touch points. So I'm glad you came on today. You can check uh, labs out at labs-is.com. That's L-A-B-S-I. 
Dash-is.com or on LinkedIn, Ahmed Amar, A-H-M-E-D-A-M-M-A-R. Ahmed, pleasure to have you on. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for your time, Morgan. I really enjoyed it. All right. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye. It was interesting to hear Ahmed's thoughts on how outreach has changed and his company's approach to outbound sales for digital transformation. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening.